Hello and welcome to the 49ers First and 10 podcast. 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined with 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Polaris. So the Pro Bowl finished up yesterday, and we got to see all of our guys out there. George Kittle, Kyle Juszczyk, Christian McCaffrey, Talanoa Hufunga, Fred Warner, and Trent Williams were in Las Vegas to represent the 49ers. Lindsay, after watching the first edition of the Pro Bowl games, what did you think of the new format? You know, to be honest, I wasn't sure what to expect and, you know, if it would be enjoyable. And I was very pleasantly surprised. The skill challenges um, that happened earlier in the week were really fun to watch. I was a particularly big fan of the dodgeball. And I decided that the flag football game is also better than a game with pads that people don't really tackle in anyways. Um, I think it's just like a more fun take on it. And it's like, We've all collectively decided nobody's getting hurt in this game. It's all in good fun. So I do think flag football is the way to go personally. Yeah, I thought it was really fun. And the new format is actually pretty cool. So offensive lineman Trent Williams made his appearance to the Pro Bowl games yesterday and the Move the Chains skill contest, which was a challenge where players had to pull a heavily weighted wall across 10 yards as quickly as possible using first down chains. Unfortunately, Trent and the NFC didn't win that one, but where the 49ers players and the NFC team really shined was in the seven-on-seven flag football games. Tell me what you thought of those. Yeah, I honestly thought it was the Kyle Juszczyk and George Kittle show, particularly number 44. Um, Yeah, I feel like we saw Juice do a little bit of everything. He threw a pass. He had a couple touchdowns, like obviously some pretty good runs in there too. Um, And then George Kittle ended up having a touchdown in the second half as well. I think that those two guys in particular, they're best friends off the field, they're best friends on the field. And you just see how much fun they're having in this game. Um, And honestly, some of my favorite moments from the Pro Bowl came from just their social media out of out of the playing field kind of thing they like those two guys were basically doing like faux wrestling match moves <laughs> on some of the uh nfc just like mats and i thought it was really funny <laughs> they were like pretending to be like wwe wrestlers and like doing takedown moves and stuff <laughs> so um no but the flag football game i think was like a fun format we also saw fred warner and talano hufunga uh on the defensive side there so just good representation for the 49ers in general. And it's not supposed to be this crazy high stakes game, but I think it was nice that it came down to a very, very tight game. Um, It just kind of gave it a little bit of that real game competitive feel. It was, I think it ended up being a two point game between the NFC and the AFC. So I thought that was great. Yeah. Having flag football highlight the Pro Bowl games was really cool because it puts the players skills in the spotlight George Kittle, Kyle Juszczyk, Fred Warner, and Talano Hufunga represented the 49ers in the NFC team. The flag football contest was spread out over three games. It was a star-studded event. Peyton Manning was the head coach of the AFC team. His coordinators were former Baltimore Raven Ray Lewis and Mexico National Women's Flag Football athlete Diana Flores. And the AFC team captain was Snoop Dogg. The NFC was led by Eli Manning, and his coordinators were former linebacker Demarcus Ware and U.S. Women's Flag National Team athlete Vanita Crouch, and the NFC team captain was comedian Pete Davidson. So, like you said, there was a lot of back and forth between the AFC and NFC teams. The NFC started out hot, winning the first game over the AFC 33-27, 
But leading into the second game, the entire Pro Bowl contest was tied 12-12 because reminder, the flag football games are just a portion of the overall Pro Bowl score because all of the skills competitions are counted into the total also. In that second flag football game, the AFC won 18-13, earning six points to their total. So fast forward to the finale where the AFC was up over the NFC with a total score of 21-15. to which is where the final flag game started at. And from there, each point scored would go to the grand total. So there was a lot on the line in the final game. The game-winning play in the finale came from none other than the people's tight end, George Kittle. He recorded a 12-yard touchdown reception from Kirk Cousins. And the AFC team just couldn't answer back from there. So the NFC came out on top and won it all for the entire Pro Bowl weekend with a score of 35-33. to It was the first time since 2012 that the NFC won the Pro Bowl and the 49ers players made a huge impact in the NFC's success. Obviously, with Fred and Huff doing their thing on defense, Kittle finished the flag contests scoring two touchdowns and Kyle Juszczyk threw a deep pass to Justin Jefferson for a 20-yard pickup and also scored three touchdowns in the flag games. So overall, just a very fun time for those guys. You could tell that all of the players, coaches, and fans really got into it. So in other news, the 49ers 2023 opponents were revealed today. Should I run through who will be playing the 49ers at home and you can list who will be facing on the road? I like that plan. Let's do it. All right. So the opponents that the 49ers will be facing at Levi Stadium are the NFC West rivals, the Arizona Cardinals, the Los Angeles Rams, and the Seattle Seahawks, but also Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants the Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who are we going to be facing on the road? Yeah, so on the road, the usual, obviously, all the NFC West opponents. You have the Cardinals, the Rams, the Seahawks. Uh, I think this one's particularly interesting to a lot of people. A rematch of that NFC championship game from, uh, you know, a little over a week ago with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, then also playing the Washington Commanders, the Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers, Minnesota Vikings, and Jacksonville Jaguars on the road. Um, it's interesting you look at this list, and it's a lot of the same teams that made the postseason this, you know, in the current run that is happening right now. So, um, yeah, I think an exciting schedule. Obviously, it already gets you fired up for 2023, and I, th- I think it's going to be here sooner than we all realize. I feel like the offseason always goes much faster. Faster than expected. Definitely. The offseason just goes in the blink of an eye, but I know that we will all be counting down until the season starts again. So how the team's opponents are decided is that in addition to San Francisco's divisional opponents, the Cardinals, Rams, and Seahawks, the 49ers will also face the NFC East and the AFC North this year. Since the 49ers closed out the year in first place in the NFC West, we will be facing the teams with the same finish from the NFC South. So that's the Buccaneers and the NFC North. So that's the Vikings. And with the addition of the 17th game that started back in 2021, the 49ers will have an added interconference away game. The NFC and AFC rotate home games each year. And this upcoming year, the 49ers will travel to face the Jacksonville Jaguars. So looking at the opponents overall, the 49ers are scheduled to play Nine teams who made playoff appearances in 2022, that's the Seahawks, Cowboys, Giants, Ravens, Bengals, Buccaneers, Eagles, Vikings, and Jaguars. 
So there's going to be a lot in store for 2023. Now, as we all reflect on the 2022 season, 49ers players are continuing to receive recognition for the incredible season they had over this past year. And the NFL on Fox announced their award winners of the 2022 season. I know, Lindsay, you wrote an article on 49ers.com about it. Tell me about some of the 49ers who won awards there. Yeah, no surprise for this one. Quarterback Brock Purdy and defensive lineman Nick Bosa both took home awards. Uh, Rookie Brock Purdy was named the NFL on Fox Offensive Rookie of the Year. The pool of nominees there was Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett, Seattle Seahawks running back Kenneth Walker III, and New York Jets wide receiver Garrett Wilson. So Another great accolade for Brock Purdy, who had an amazing run towards the end of the regular season and took the 49ers straight to the NFC Championship. And then again, as I mentioned, not a huge surprise defensive lineman Nick Bosa was named the NFL on Fox Player of the Year Award. And the nominee list there was Cleveland Browns defensive end Miles Garrett, Kansas City Chiefs defensive lineman Chris Jones, and Dallas Cowboys linebacker. Micah Parsons, we all know Bosa ended the year as the NFL sacks leader. He had 19 tackles for loss, well-deserved. And these ones are actually pretty fun awards because they are pulled. These are actually pretty fun awards because NFL on Fox pulls from their social media and digital channels and the awards are given to players strictly on a fan vote. So it's the people's choice. And I think I always really like those types of awards. So congratulations are in order for both Purdy and Bosa. More accolades to add to a very, very long list for both of those guys this season. Wow, that's great and so well-deserved. In fact, Purdy and Bosa are both nominees in the same categories for AP NFL awards that will be announced at the NFL Honors this Thursday, February 9th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. So hopefully our guys can keep stacking up the awards. We'll stay tuned to that and have all the latest coverage for you on 49ers.com. All right, that'll do it for today. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me in this off-season update. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in. 